What's going on, everybody? This is Rafiki, and welcome to Power BT, a podcast that will take you to the West Indies and beyond with short stories written by me. I hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you for tuning in. If you are a new listener or if you are a returning listener, I really appreciate you being here um, and being a part of this podcast. Today has been an interesting day for me. I've been roughly awake since 3 a.m. Um, and I was like tossing and turning, you know, those nights when you can't sleep um, for like two hours. And so after that, I decided to just get up at 5 a.m. and kind of just start my day. Um, so I started my day with some writing I wanted to do and some research for some, you know, personal projects that I have going on. And um, since then, like, I've taken a nap and everything, but I'm still feeling very tired. They say that when you can't sleep at night, it's because someone is dreaming about you. And in that dream, you're awake. So I'm kind of curious. I always like to think about things like that. Um, Superstitions and things like that. They are very interesting to me. And so I wonder if that might be part of the reason why I could not sleep. Um, But at the same time, like I'm someone who I'm a very light sleeper anyway. And so it's just kind of the nature of the beast sometimes being who I am, like not getting that much sleep. But, you know, they say writers work around the clock, like either you know, really late at night or really early in the morning. So I definitely try to use that time to my advantage, but I am um, just a little tired, just a little fatigued, but I wanted to take this time to work on, you know, this podcast and get some more stories out to you guys. Um, At this time, it's literally three days before my birthday, before I turn 22. Um, And so like, turning 22 has been on my mind just a little bit um you know of course like being young people have different aspirations and different goals and different ideas of what life will look like but of course reality and you know dreams are completely different they're very separate and I've been trying to kind of bring my my dreams my desires for myself into my reality and blend them together without forcing one to completely be the other if that makes sense um because you know people have limitations and life has limitations but I still think that everybody should be striving to you know build a life they want and so the life I want is to you know be a renowned writer um be a renowned storyteller and things like that and just be you know a a voice for like you know people and things like that so that's why I'm like podcasting that's why I write um I was reading something this morning about how like so many writers are just you know they go decades without any type of success um and of course like nobody wants that to be them I definitely don't want that to be me but I think part of being a writer especially is just like enjoying the journey you know you'll never not everything you everything you write will never be Ugh, how do I want to say this? Like, I the idea that everything you write will be written by people, will be um, read by people and understood, like, and accepted by people, like, 100% of the time is just very false. Um, and that's something I've learned, like, with my book and with blogging and stuff, like, because I have an idea of, like, how many reads I'm getting, how many views I'm getting on stuff. And those metrics can be very toxic for any type of creative process someone's doing. Like, if they're you know, selling paintings or creating music and wanting to see how much it's being streamed. Like, it can be toxic, but just the idea that, 
you're creating art and art might not last forever but it lasts a pretty long time and you know in my opinion you shouldn't be making art just to make money there's just so many more smarter ways Um, there's so many smarter ways of making money um so if that's the reason you're a writer or the reason you're anything creative it might not be the best idea um i would like to think that you know people create things um just for fun um or because they're passionate about it and that's why i write because i'm passionate about writing and telling stories and you know it's just a nice avenue for um my expression like for things i think about a lot and dream about a lot so that's kind of what's been on my mind today um and what i've been ruminating on but today um i wanted to get into today today's story um and so we'll talk about that um coming up next so before we get into the story i kind of wanted to talk about my style as a narrator because obviously with the first two episodes that have come out um and even with how i talk um, in the intro for like the podcast episodes, like I do switch into um, like an accent and switch out of it just because it's something I like to do. That's how I kind of talk anyway. Um, and for certain stories, I think it's important, just like with acting, like if a story is set in a certain place where the character has to have a certain um, aesthetic to them, you know, an actor will change their voice. So I want it to be clear that of course, like, I will switch into an accent, like, a West Indian accent, like, for certain stories, but it's not something that's going to be done all the time, um, so, like, for this story that I'm about to tell, this one is just going to be in a normal, not normal, but, you know, like, a standard American voice, and, like, my natural voice, um, and so I just wanted to kind of clear that up for anyone who might be confused, like, with how the, this podcast is going, because this is still a Caribbean podcast, and I say that because, you know, in essence, I am West Indian, I am Caribbean, um, and most of my work is centered around that, but um, the story that I'm about to narrate that I wrote is um, actually not necessarily a Caribbean story, but it's a story that I feel like um, can still be, you know, digested by everybody, um, and so I just wanted to kind of clear that up and give insight into my narration style because it is closely tied to my writing style. So this story I wrote is called The Gospel of the People. Um, And so I'm not like too, uh, I don't exactly remember the full inspiration of why I wrote this story, but it made me think about like how, you know, you see different people um, here in America, if you're not in America, you see different people like preaching about their religions and um, they do it on like street corners and at different places with signs and things like that. Um, And I usually see people who do this, like, in Abrahamic religions. Um, I won't specify, but people who know, know. And so um, this was kind of inspired by that, by seeing those kinds of people, like, um, you know, preach their doctrines to others, whether people are generally interested or not. Um, I try not to judge people for their religious beliefs, um, so long as they respect mine. And so that's, like obviously in line with like give respect to people who respect you um but that's basically what inspired the story um it's called the gospel of the people and it follows a character who is essentially trying to preach to people um about who they are and like remembering where they come from and things like that so that's what this story is about and we will get into it right now
There's not many of us left. We exist, and yet we don't. We have a new form now. We're made from a new mold, new stone. I say we, as in the people others see, as a group and individually. And yet in this group, few people see me. I try not to walk around with too much self-importance, too much pride, but deep down inside I have a fire that burns bright, that wants to fight. As I step out of my dingy apartment, I sigh. The lights in the hallway are dim, just bright enough for me to get by in the tight, twisted space. I walk past a brother, and I can't see his face, and yet I know he's a brother. It's in his walk, the turn of his shoulder, the swag in his clothes. I wonder if he would listen to me preach, I think to myself. Probably not. We may be brothers, but I'm the crazy brother, the lazy brother, the one who screams free Haiti like there aren't black people here that need to be freed, brother. Outside, I don't go far. There's enough people on my block, enough passerby and cars for me to start. My milk crate, my soapbox, sits at the edge of my yard behind the rusted fence just before the sidewalk. I carefully bend to pick it up, careful not to dirt, dirty my slacks or mess up my polished black shoes. Shards of broken glass litter the sidewalk outside of my yard, and I gaze into them, studying my appearance for the first time that day. I look rustic, noble, and most importantly, African. I'm black to the bone and gold to the soul. I'm ready. I flip the milk crate upside down and stand on it. People are already watching. I feel their stares and stare back, paralyzing them with intention. Listen to me, listen. Today is October 17, 2021. Another day in the year of the Lord Jesus Christ. Another day in the constant fight for freedom, liberation, and salvation. Come and listen to me, please. Do it for yourselves, your friends and family, your brothers and sisters of humanity. Listen to me speak. People continue to walk past. Perhaps if I was in a different city, I'd be more recognized. New York is the best place for this kind of work, though. Millions of people walk past each other every day, creating millions of opportunities for people to connect. Opportunities that people squander. Not me, though. I speak to the children of Africa, the children of Asia, the children of the Americas, and yes, even the children of Europe. No one is excluded, for it will take every effort every hand, every soul to liberate the oppressed. Do not disregard your race and heritage. No, indeed, you must remember it when you come to the table of the new humanity. It is our differences that help us connect. A car honks at me as it drives past, carrying with it the angry shout of the driver. I can't be bothered with the hatred. It's a distraction. I'm trying to build community, show responsibility. I'm trying. I'm trying to do something other than pray, other than watch and wait, other than look away. I'm trying to fight. The revolution will start, but you will choose whether or not you're on the side of the liberation, oppression, or indecision. Do you know what God did to the angels who stood by the sidelines? He cast them out of heaven to earth for them to live as giants, as creatures between him and man. Don't be an outcast. Choose the right side. My words, once again fall on deaf ears. I feel the fire inside me dwindle a bit as people walk past me, but after a second it flares. Whether someone stops or not, I spoke my truth. I got in someone's head and made them think. Fulfilled, 
I step down from my milk crate and pat myself on the back. Someone is listening to you, I tell myself. Believe that. And that's the story. I hope you guys liked it. Um, it's interesting because a lot of these stories I've decided to read for the podcast, um, I haven't seen them in a while. And I honestly don't really look through them until I start recording. So in a sense, I am reading them, you know, for the first time in a long time with you. So it feels like I'm the narrator, but I'm also the audience to a piece of work that I've written a long time ago because these stories that I've recently read are over a year old from the time I read them. And so it's very interesting. I think the end of that story, um, obviously it's hard to tell when the narrator is speaking versus when they are thinking um, just because the story is audio and it's not written for um, you, the viewers, to see. But that last part of the story where they say someone is listening to you believe that I think that is a reminder for a lot of people whether like you guys are writers or whether you are simply just trying to make it through life and you know be heard or be seen um the idea that someone is paying attention even if it's not the person you want to pay attention um is something to hold on to it's something very important um but this is very interesting. It's very interesting how the things we say um, or the things we do, like how they might ring true to what we're experiencing right now. So I think about that a lot, especially being a writer. And of course, thinking about like, are people reading my things? Are people listening to my work? Um, particularly like with this podcast and stuff. But like I said earlier in the episode, that's not something you should really worry about. That's not, some, not something I try something I try not to worry about um, because I do this for fun. This is a labor of love. I'm a, it's a passion project. And so I just thank you all for listening. I thank you all for being here. And I hope that you come back again. I, I pray that you share Parabiti with um, as many people as possible. Um, that's the only way this, this story can grow. That's the only way the mission can be completed is to share it and spread it as far as possible. Tell a friend, listen to it while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving. Um, you know, the episodes are not too long. I try to keep it pretty short and pretty concise because I know people are busy. So please, please, please um, continue to take part. And thank you for being here. <laughs>